Good morning, this is Hector Garcia, and you're listening to the Something New Podcast. Saturday morning, December 16th, I'm Hector Garcia with New Creative. I've got a hot cup of coffee in my hand, I'm chilling by the fireplace. And today I'm talking with Jose Baker with 1885 Coffee Roasting Company out of San Antonio, Texas. I'm doing a series called Doing What You Love, and Jose's definitely someone who's doing what he loves. He's got a passion for cycling, he loves the hell out of coffee, and he's been able to mesh both of those passions with the creation of his own coffee roasting company, 1885 Coffee Roasting. So we're going to talk to him this morning, we're going to find out what he's been up to, what his plans are for 2018, and um, let's go ahead and get into that. Jose Baker, 1885 Coffee Roasting Company. What's up? Jose Baker. What's going on? Como esta, senor? Bien. I saw, I saw your first time using this app, and I saw your face there, and it's like, if you're not ready to record, you can hang up. I'm like, ah, it's Hector. I'm going to hang up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're going to do the show in Spanish for all our Spanish-speaking friends. <laughs> puedes o no puedes? También puedo en español, en inglés. Y en My... francés? Ah, francés no. My English is, is not very good looking, but I'll try. <laughs> <laughs> All right, if you're tuning in, I have Jose Baker. Uh, he's with 1885 Coffee. This is um, part two of a series that we're doing called Doing What You Love. And uh, I would say you're doing what you love, right, bro? Because, I mean, you, you have a passion for cycling. You have a passion and love for coffee. And you're able to mesh both of those in this new brand you created called 1885 Coffee. It's Coffee Roasting Company, right? Yes, that is correct. Coffee Company. I, I think also the name kind of plays well. So if in the future there was an interest to like turn it into a brick and mortar coffee company, kind of also kind of has a nice ring to it. But yeah, this, right. this whole project, uh, it was definitely born out of uh, just a, a, a personal interest of coffee in general, uh, the whole idea was, you know, where can I make a contribution in the in the coffee line? I mean, obviously, and going into a brick and mortar coffee shop that requires a major capital investment and right. with without prior experience. And at the same time, I, I also had the opportunity to meet certain key people here in town in San Antonio who were able to share their knowledge with me. They're a well-established commercial coffee roaster here. So uh, it was, it started, um, how do you say, picking my brain. So I was like, oh, this is something I could do. There's a lot of craft behind it. There's theory. There's a little bit of science. But at the same time, it's also a very sensory experience because at the end of the day, the people that are drinking that coffee, you want it, do you want them to like it, right? You want them I, to yeah. really keep consuming it. So I'm like, okay. I think I can I can do this and and then at the same time you know, I'm like how 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 are we gonna brand this how what are we gonna call it I mean I've always you know me we like bicycles we like I don't only don't only like racing bikes but I like road bikes but I like all kinds of bicycles like uh, just cruisers just chill rides fixes so I'm like it has to be something and and you and I had this conversation before too it has to be something that is really relevant so I read a couple of books. I found a, a little cool story about that year and whatever happened that year in the manufact bicycle manufacturing world. 
And it's part of history that not many people are familiar with, but there's a bicycle called a safety bicycle that came after the high wheel. And, mm. and, and that is kind of the rendering on, on the logo in, in an, right. an animation of it. So it's, it's, it's a key year in the bicycle manufacturing world that is where the first safety bicycle, the first bicycle that had a rear wheel chain drive and a proper diamond looking frame. So all those things are actually considered the birth of modern cycling. You see, and that's that's Perfect. kind of how we pick. I I went about in picking that name. Because before that, it was um, what was common were the penny bikes, which was, had the huge front wheel and a tiny. Yes, and, and there was no drive. It was it was like a unicycle. It was it had a fixed. Uh, yeah, the pedals were actually in the front wheel. You see, so so you were doing right. the steering with the pedals as well. So. Uh, all those, like you can imagine, had a bunch of like mechanical issues as well as as personal hazard things. So that guy actually, well, they were they were related, <laughs> the inventors. So they came up with this bicycle that the front wheel is a little bit not still the same size as the as, as the one in the back, but it starts getting smaller. And a few huh. months down the road, they actually got it, and they're like, okay, we don't need to have this anymore. They make both wheels the same size. Right. Because, yeah, have you, you've ridden a penny bike. No, right? man, I haven't had a chance, but I definitely would like to do it. No. <laughs> and, hey, they're fun, but it's crazy that that was, like, one of the first bicycles because that thing's dangerous. Man, they were do races on those things. You can find videos on YouTube of people racing on those on those bicycles. It was it was, it was in, the, yeah. in the 70s and the 80s. That was a big thing because... Uh, the, the inventor, the creator of this were a certain gentleman from England so all those people were also uh, migrating through New York and Brooklyn so in during those years, those days that was the big thing, even like women also riding these bicycles and it was a very social thing, the penny the penny bikes, they would meet in like close rinks and just ride the bikes ar right. around and, and it was like a thing also to socialize so it was like the the thing to do okay. so right wow well that's awesome so yeah if you're listening um you know you can go to the 1885 website or facebook or instagram and see an image of the bike that jose's talking about um and you would say that that's the that in 1885 that was the beginning of what we know as the modern bike yes that's actually a cycling magazine during those days called it that that was the year that it was setting the pattern for cycling, you see, for the future. Right. So I thought I read it so on a book. and I'm like, hey, man, this is key. And it, and it just mentioned the year like that. So I'm like, oh, this this is right. cool. And a lot of things. And then I read more and a lot of things happening in the coffee world as well, as well that were happening, too, in, in terms of coffee technology and roasting equipment, like a new designs were being uh, created for uh, uh, roasting equipment and all the accessories with it, and that technology has not changed to this day. To you, so it, it was, it was. I'm like, all these things kind of work together, and then I'm like, okay, now let's let's get to work. You see, let's start creating some some good right. coffee. Man, that's awesome. So this is what I love about your brand is that it act, when you first talked to me um, about helping you, you know, create the branding and some logos and stuff for it and you shared all the history, I was like, man, you already did all the hard work, bro. Like, you actually put a lot of thought into the name, into the brand. You already kind of knew what you want, you wanted. And um, I love it because a lot of people will start companies and then they'll just pull 
a name out of the air and be like, okay, I'm going to call my company this. And it has no real meaning behind it, but yours definitely has a lot of meaning behind yeah. it. Yeah. So it's solid. We like, had this opportunity, you it. and I, to talk about this. And, and, and when I thought, too, it's like a light bulb clicked. And I'm like, oh, this is a nice conversation opener as well. You see, it, it, it allows to introduce the coffee, yourself, tell a little bit of history that people don't know about, like, and it really shows people that passion. Because I think when, as an entrepreneur, when you're starting, part of the journey is that people want to see, A, what is that drive? You see, it's like the, the coffee is good because they already, like, brewed it and it's like, oh, it's pretty good stuff. But then it's like, oh, is that, it's, it, who is behind it too, right? Or what is behind right. it? So yeah. I'm starting to learn those things. And, and you and I had conversations about this too. It's like, I'm an engineer by trade. Uh, that's what I went to school for. So this is this is a lot of new stuff for me. I'm like, it's a like a one-man show right now. So it's understanding the entrepreneurship and, 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 and the business part of things. You see, keeping trying to keep that all right. under control. But definitely, definitely, I think one of the things that I've learned of this opportunity is that customer customer service is key you see image is key how how do you uh, build rapport with the customers and, and and show that you're really interested because at the end of the day it's like the coffee is great but if the customer service is there the, the, the thing is going to taste amazing you see it's it's <laughs> yeah. yeah so in 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 a in a in a world of of coffees where specialty coffee it's it's uh, has made an entrance in in the south and in texas in the past 6 7 years we understanding what oh. the east coast and the west coast were doing 20 years ago we are are understanding right. what is the value of these things but there's a lot of competitors you see and there's a, there's certain things that I'm also experiencing and one of this they're territorial people are, get get a little bit like you know a very defensive about theirs. And so I'm like, what what is what is really important is building that like brand loyalty, right? And and, and understanding those key aspects of of uh, of the, your business. And and for me, all that is new. That that is like open a whole different world. You see. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Okay. Yeah, if you're if you're listening, we actually we have Jose on the phone, so there may be some breaks just because cellular service sometimes is shitty. But yeah, we're here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so let me ask you this: so how? Uh, so the last time I visited you in San Antonio, um, I was able to firsthand like see like man. You're, you're living, eating, and breathing coffee, probably to the point where your your significant other wants to punch you in the face. Cause nah, nah, yes, you're I'm absolutely sure right. You're talking about <laughs> coffee all day. There's coffee beans all over the house. <laughs> yeah, you're you're absolutely right. You see that that is definitely an occurrence, and and um, sometimes, and I've become better at that. Obviously, this is. And you and I had this conversation. Well, it's 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 a personal passion, right? And it's a and, it's, and and we put this analogy. You and I, when we had this conversation, it's 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 a baby, right? It's a baby that you're trying to like 
nurture into becoming something bigger. But at the same time, when you're at home, you sometimes have to turn it off. You see, a little. <laughs> yeah. And and I'm and I'm learning that. I mean, because you gotta understand that maybe your significant other girlfriend. It's not that she doesn't share that or support it because she does, but sometimes it's 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 a personal thing. So it's, mm-hmm. you gotta understand that it's like, hey, this person supports you and really wants the best for you and will help you out, but. Uh, Sometimes they don't want to talk about it all, all, night lo- all night long and day long about the same thing, you see. So if we're talking about, <laughs> well, if we're talking about doing what you love too, then uh, in order for you to succeed, like you, you do have to live, eat, ah, breathe yes. your passion. Yes. You're never going to go anywhere. So, you know, it's part of the process and yeah, you have to find the balance. The, like in your family, mm-hmm. you can't be talking about coffee on a dinner date <laughs> and then, and then it's the last thing you also talk about when you're laying in bed. <laughs> it's like, what do you think about coffee? What do you think about that coffee? And it's like, it's 10 p.m. It's 10 p.m. Go to, go, go to sleep. No one's drinking coffee sleep, right now. <laughs> so, yeah, you're so, absolutely right. I mean, you got to know who yeah. also, who is your so, audience uh, and who you're talking to. So, mm. so right now, oh, you there? Yeah. Okay. So right now you're just kind of you're getting your feet wet. You you've you've already made some good connections too. I think the last time you told me there's a bar in San Antonio that has partnered with you and wants to. They're creating a a certain drink yeah. Using your, Actually, that is your brand. It's interesting, like fun that you mentioned it right now because that is happening tonight. Actually, is this? Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, it's tonight. It's it's actually this. Uh, like a bunch of like friends or associates, they started four years ago a uh, distillery, a brandy distillery made out of apricots. And it's a family recipe from Eastern Europe. And they decided to like get it like started four years ago. And this, this today is their fourth year anniversary. So in that wow. process, two years. What's the name of that? The name of that place is called Dorchel Distillery. And, uh, and brewing brewing company it's actually well you were here at home it's actually like a mile down the road you see i i go there all that time okay cool. so so yeah so we i just went there and and i started having conversation it's like you always you start a little bit of conversation and you see where it leads if people are not interested well you know not not everyone is is a coffee drinker not everyone is a beer drinker but i brought him this idea and and we sat down and we just started drinking coffee and beer with the brewmaster there a gentleman around 55 years old, very knowledgeable. And he's like, okay, we never done anything with coffee, but let's do this. It's going to be a limited edition. It's about 10 gallons. So once it's gone, it's gone. It's a series. They're starting. So I was lucky, awesome. I was lucky enough that, you know, this opportunity, I, you just mentioned something. And, and, and that is the other key thing is like finding like-minded individuals, you see, that are willing to, to take a little bit of a leap of faith with you too and, and and when they see you like you said they see you that you're talking yeah. about something that you're interested they're like man this guy is really living this you see so i mean at least that's how i view it if someone would come to me so i'm like okay. well that's how, if you're not out there busy and promoting and living eating breathing your passion and your business like you're going to miss opportunities like this so mm-hmm. no this is awesome 
So what are they actually doing with your coffee? Like, so, what's the so it's a it's a product? it's a style of beer that I was not familiar with. It's a the style is a Belgian double, uh, which is you're probably familiar with a beer called Chimay. Chimay, I think that's pronounced. Mm -hmm. So it's a typical similar to that. It's a it's a Belgian style beer, but it's infused with okay. the coffee after, not not. Not in the front end of the fermenting process, but after. So it's it's very particular. It's very aromatic, and it has a, a like a, a taste, a, like a undertones of coffee. But because the the, the brewmaster was pretty clear, he's like, I want something that we have never done. Like we have stouts, we have stuff with coffee. I want to keep it light, and this is the type of beer I want. So I'm like, okay, good. I mean, I I don't I don't know much. I'm like, I'll follow the lead, and and it ended up being a uh, a nice project. We had a opportunity to sample last weekend with Molly, and and she's a beer drinker, but not as like hot. But she even was surprised. She's like, "Oh, this is this is very interesting. You see, it's a nice flavor, pretty pretty light, and at the same time, so you get drunk. Like How much eight percent, eight percent alcohol. So it'll get you drunk. Mr. Jose Baker. Yes. Can you hear me, sir? Yeah, it's, it's yeah. I don't know why why we're having this issue, but yeah, coffee. I can hear. Yes, sir. Yes, I'm here. You cut off on me. No, I'm here. Can you hear me, Jose? Yes, I'm here. All right, I'm gonna cut off and come back. Hey, Hector. All right, thank you for staying uh, with us. We had some technical difficulties. We're gonna bring Jose Baker with 1885 Coffee back on the line here in just a few seconds. So don't go anywhere. Thank you. Something new, doing what you love, boom. Bro. Chale, vato. <laughs> you, keep waking hey. me, you keep waking me up, bro. <laughs> trying to take a nap here. No, I'm just kidding. Hey, um, bro, you need to pay your Boost Mobile bill. <laughs> bro, those, you those, you off. those calling cards for Mexico and Honduras, bro, screwing me up. <laughs> All right, we're going to uh, just pick up where we left off. So yeah. so you're actually from Honduras. You, you've only been here in the U.S. for 15 years. Um, how did How did you... Why and how did you get here? Um, you know, part of it was... Um, the American dream, you see, the American dream, the land of opportunities. My mom was here already living in New Orleans at that time, around 2002. So she made it possible so I could come here and, and get a college education <clears throat> in engineering. And um, many things passed, happened during those years. Uh, in 2005, I had already finished degree. I ended up in Texas because of her, Hurricane Katrina. So it was, was totally unplanned to come to Texas. Wow. Yeah, and then... Katrina refugee? I'm, bro, I'm not Katrina evacuee, bro. Oh, damn. <laughs> yeah, I am. I am. I, 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 I kind of had some friends in Spring, Texas, then uh, kind of roamed a, lot, a little bit in Bryan, Texas, and ended up in College Station. And there I, I met some good people. 
And like a few months later, I was already in the graduate program for mechanical engineering, you see, without having any plans, like no plans. Uh, so things happen. Uh, 2008 came around. I found a job in Houston after that degree. It was kind of hard to because at that time I didn't have a work permit. So I was hoping that like to get a position that they would get that for me because if not, in a year, you have to go back to your country. So all these things, uh, you see, is a... 2008, the housing market collapsed, and I'm like, man, I'm the new guy in the company. They're going to fire me. I'm the first one they're <laughs> going to fire. But that didn't happen. So good things have happened to me during all this time. Like I said, I didn't have plans to be here in Texas. And now, a few years, fast forward, we're here in uh, San Antonio for a job opportunity, working with a research facility up here in, in town. So it's been nice. San Antonio is going through a lot of good growth regarding food and beverage industry and just like the hotel industry in general it's not only what people think of like the river walk you were here yeah. you you visited you you came and hang out with us so you notice that there's a lot of things happening so that's kind of how the things have 15 years uh and to to close it all up like this part of the story two years two days ago i was just naturalized u.s citizen you see so Damn. that was That's like up, bro. Mm -hmm. it was a very significant <laughs> significant moment man I'm, I'm a gringo now you see yeah you're bolio yeah bro yeah you need to let you need to make me sound good on this on this podcast bro no you know what though i always wish i had an accent like yours <laughs> you, you just you sound you sound smarter women think it's sexy Bro, those are those are urban legends, bro. Urban legends. That, <laughs> that, that doesn't that always that doesn't always work. <laughs> is that <laughs> is that how you ended up with your girl right now? Like she was drawn in by your sexy uh by the accent and the accent and the laugh, my laugh. Uh, oh, that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> that's what she told her friends. It's like it was the laugh. <laughs> right, Molly. Yeah, she's in there. <laughs> so this is what's cool. You come here only 15 years ago. You get your degree. You go to school. You become an engineer. Successful, you know, career. And now you're doing what a lot of people wish they could do. But you're actually, you've stepped out to do it, which is start your own company. And now you're doing 1885 Coffee. And as I mentioned earlier, I can only just see you continually moving up because this is in you like this is not a hobby either like you're in this uh you're living breathing eating coffee even though your girlfriend probably wants to punch you in the face yeah a couple uh, times a day probably <laughs> yeah. so let me, let me, mm -hmm. uh, oh go ahead no 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 you're you're absolutely right i mean uh there's there's definitely a a, a passion a, a innate passion for something which I, I you know what what it kind of it was born between from the fact that I, I started doing it and you're like, whoa. And I spread it like with amongst friends. I gave them all the samples, including you and other people in Houston, because that's where most of my following is, because I spent there eight, almost 10 years. Right. So uh, so they're like, Jose, this is pretty good. So it, the reward was immediate. The, 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 the psychological reward. I feel good because I'm like, oh, man, I'm doing something and, and people like it. So that immediately fed my, like, keep feeding my, my passion. You see, I, I'm like, I can do something that it will 
cause an impact, an immediate impact, more than what I've been doing for eight years in oil and gas, for example, when I was there. I mean, many projects got shut down, certain things didn't work out, or you see projects to fruition three years later. So by doing this, it's, it's like, oh, I can do this. But at the same time, I'm like, okay, now how do we start turning this into a business? Or I, I, let me understand this a little bit more. And, and that, is, that is what is happening. Now, obviously, the, the, the passion is there, and you have to follow that passion. You, you cannot really go in and thinking about the money, you see? And that, yeah. is, that is, I think, certain mistakes when people, they're looking for the money. And it's like, that, that is not really, I think, at least in how I see from other leaders and others like motivators that are out there they're like you have to nurture that and that's kind of where where i'm at right now understanding this and networking and learning from people you see totally yeah because that drive and passion people people don't see that that um here's what people see they'll see a successful person they kind of you know quote unquote made it or they have a successful business what they don't see is all those years before that of the hard work, getting dirty, like, you know, you're, as you're getting started. You're getting out there and promoting yourself, you're doing the market. Yeah, so, there? yes, I'm here, I'm here. Hello? I think you cut off again on me, sir. No, I'm here. <laughs> Are you listening? You might have to go do one more segment. Hello? Hector? Jose, are you there? I'm here, bro. Hello? Oh, I think we lost him, ladies and gentlemen. Hello? Hector? All right, all right. We uh, lost Jose one more time, but we're going to come right back. Uh, he just went outside to get a good signal. So let's uh, finish off this podcast with Jose Baker, 1885 Coffee. Boom. All right. So Jose's been running around the house trying to get a good signal. He's been outside. He's run down the street. He got wet in the rain. <laughs> So, um, all right, so the last thing we were talking about was um, a new blend that you put out in honor and tribute for your dog, Jack, which is a rescue pit bull you got here in Houston. Um, tell us more about that and what's up with, with uh, your, your love for dogs, mainly pit bulls. Like, you really love pit bulls, don't you? Yeah, you know what? It's, first of all, I think that one of the reasons I really like that, that, that breed is because it's so misunderstood, you see, under any conditions, under any situations, if something ever happens and there's a pit bull around, he's always going to be blamed for something. <laughs> that, that, that breed is always going to take the blame. I mean, if there's like a, a fight or something happens. So it's a really misunderstood breed. And I think it, it deserves a little bit more uh, affection and, and, and respect. And, and 
when when you picked up that dog and and we fostered him like for two days before we decided we're gonna keep him right uh, yeah it, it was it was um it was a nice t a hard time for me too because i had recently recently let go from work in houston and i spent unemployed almost seven months so he was my companion during the, that time and it okay. kind of Re awesome. I was, yeah, I was able to relieve those times when I was a kid and had a dog, you see. So we grew close together, and I'm like, you know what? Things that you are passionate about doing have to have association, I think, with the things you love. So I'm like, when you create a coffee blend, I'm like, why don't we make this guy this his own thing, you see? <laughs> you see? So we animated his face, that signature look you see on that bag with, uh -huh. with his ears sticking up, and... and we're gonna the, the the blend is actually gonna become a series called the Mad Dog Blend series of of all the stuff that we have in stock or it's seasonal, but each of them will have its own number, for example, and its own identifier. So for a espresso blend, for example, we can call it like Jacked Up Espresso or something like that. You right. see something make make it funny too, and yeah. and we always like the name that you gave your rescue dogs, like like food, like. Jump <laughs> Jumbo Jack, so that always takes. And, 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 and eventually, as we grow, we want to give back to those causes, you see, like like you helping Foster maybe finding a uh, uh, charity that works with those kind of dogs or, or pets in general. Right. You see? So that, that is one thing, like, in the future as, as we're able to grow and, and give a little bit back, you see, now to, to help. So, yeah, in addition to just the coffee brand, um having a bike centric attachment to it it's also going to have uh just your love for dogs involved so that's awesome bro yeah and, and and just sharing i think people like to hear stories i think people like to build and associate with stories and and, and when you're growing and when something is being created People like to, I've gotten the love for certain people. People have called me even from Honduras and they're like, Jose, we're thinking about you. This is, this is new. I know that there's a lot of coffee people like in that game, but it's like we see you and, and we see how you talk about this stuff that it's like we know it's like. So one thing I've learned, Hector, is, is patience. Bye. You, have to, you have to be patient and and, and talk to the right people and associate with the right people. And I think when you put a good energy out in the world, it will come back. But one also thing that I'm learning, just kind of closing up here with you, is it, there's certain ways when you start up entrepreneurship or a business, it's like either you have a lot of money and you can just put money into the project, right? And, right. and, and it'll flourish. That's, but when you're not, when you don't have that ability and you still have your day job that is the one that is still financing this, this, this project, you're like, man, you have to fucking hustle. You see, it's like, <laughs> it's, 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 you have to put the time. I come from work and I kind of change hats, 5.30, 6 p.m., go to bed to 12.31, and then do the same thing because you're always thinking and your mind is always thinking, even during your daytime, you see. Yeah, so it's definitely, you have to put the time, but at the same time, don't let that, that drive go too quick because if you go too fast you may lose the big picture of meeting other people and at the same time making too fast of decisions so that's where you have to be a patience right patience and see what's happening around you so i'm learning those those new tricks man i'm learning just understanding right those things oh that's awesome dude so um you actually have a site where people can order your coffee and um and 
what's the farthest so far that you've had to send out some coffee to a customer? Man, you know what? It's 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 funny, but um, uh, I have a friend who is a uh, is training to be an FBI agent, and I sent something to Quantico. You see, up in Langley. So that that was I thought was a cool thing, and he's like. Hey, Jose, are, are you there, Hector? Yeah, yeah, I'm listening. Yeah, he told me, hey, you need to write the address like this and like that. And I'm like, okay. So that was, that was it was a friend from Houston. So it was, it, was, it was an interesting thing. And as far, I actually sent some to some friends in Honduras. You see? Yeah. So, so, yeah, it's uh, people that are, like I tell you, supporting the idea and, and, and interested in seeing. You see, that's, that's the people that really love and care about you when they're interested in seeing. Hey, I want to be part of this and and see where this guy goes or right. see where this project goes. So yeah, the website is a pretty simple web page, like a web shop. It's called 1885coffee.com, right? And and it shows the current coffee offerings that we have. Nothing really fancy, not not yet. We're gonna work that as we go, and right. and a couple of like merchandise items. And if you go to like the social media uh, outlets like Facebook and Instagram, if they do a quick search for 1885 coffee they'll find us there as well okay so if i order coffee today for example how soon could i have it uh, ideally it will take a couple of days you see to get the roast though okay and plus i, I used to two day priority and we were in texas you'll probably have it in eh, three four days All you right. see something like that I'm yeah gonna i'm gonna order some online and test it <laughs> go ahead go ahead bro i'll send the, the bag half empty <laughs> my bag will probably come with other stuff inside instead of coffee yeah. i'll put rocks i'll put rocks in yeah a bunch of rocks rocks and jack poop <laughs> <laughs> cool man um man i really appreciate you uh taking the time out talking to us um you know we'll have this podcast out we'll share it out and if anybody wants to reach you, like, how do they follow you? Where are you at on Instagram and Facebook, et cetera? Yeah, like, like I said, if they do a, a search for 1885 Coffee on, on Facebook and Instagram, you can find us there. And, and also the, the email is at jose at 1885coffee.com if they have any specific questions or if you wanted to buy, like, more in bulk for any other, like, a business coffee church a church office or anything like that okay that's where we can reach me and 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 yeah the website 1885coffee.com all right awesome all right bro it's good talking to you hopefully we'll see you in houston soon yeah well, i'll be there maybe in in, in a couple of weeks uh, i actually next weekend for oh, christmas yeah? weekend we're gonna be there hanging out with uh, molly's families and, and my mom as well she'll be in town so we'll be around i'll give you a call is your mom making tamales no, she actually no no no. And the and the and the Honduran tamales are different than the the Mexican tamales. Oh, okay. They're they're more like more hefty. Ooh. A, a bunch right. of other stuff in there. Right. All right, bro. <laughs> bro, so remember, bro, stop change that boost mobile. Yeah, you need thing. to get rid of your uh cricket. <laughs> you need to get off a of cricket and get onto a real wireless carrier. Bro, that neighbor neighbor Wi-Fi, bro. <laughs> Give it up. Uh, all right, man. Okay, man. It was good talking to you. We'll catch up soon. Again, if you're listening, okay, brother. this is Jose Baker with 1885 Coffee. You're listening to something new. Word up. Okay. Later, boy. All right, homie. Bye-bye.
Man, thank you guys for tuning in today to the Something New Podcast. Again, that was Jose Baker with 1885 Coffee. Follow him on Instagram at, at 1885coffee, and that's the number 1885. Uh, he's also on Facebook, 1885coffee, and you can order online um, all the awesome blends that he has. Uh, that's at 1885coffee.com. We'll see you guys again at the next one. We are doing a series called Doing What You Love. Uh, We're going to bring you some great guests soon um, to just keep going with this series. So thanks again, and we'll see you next time. Boom.